Hello, beautiful souls. In this video, I want to discuss something very important. And I mentioned this a few days ago in, um, in the video about the personal sacrifices that I have done to get to the point where I am today, to get to the point where I can um, do everything that I do, really. And I mentioned why I don't provide some information about my godparents and um, things that should be kept private when you go through your own ceremonies, initiations, and so on. One of the things that we have to keep in mind is, and some of you might know about your soul's name. What is your soul's name? And when you go through an Akashi reading, you can actually even um, tap into this information yourself without having to have somebody do it for you. Once you go through the process of um, navigating through the Akashi field more easily. So you become really good at it. The thing is that you have to trust yourself so that you can get what you need because sometimes what happens is if you don't trust, um, you're going to doubt a lot of the information. And yesterday, um, I think it was yesterday, yeah, 17 hours ago, Tata Jose Montoya, which is somebody that I have been telling you all, you all about it. Like if you speak Spanish and you're into Palo or uh, Osha, you definitely want to be able to, if you speak Spanish, to tap into his channel. His channel is La Naturaleza y el Espíritu Salvan. And it is one of the elders that I respect a lot because I can understand and appreciate everything that he knows, all the wisdom and knowledge that he has been able to tap into. He's also a channeler. So a lot of the things that he talks about is things that I already experienced that nobody else has been able to ever mention before. And because he's talking about these things, I think very highly of him. So I wanna um, share with you the screen. And what I'm gonna do is translate tienen un secreto para los africanos, allá y acá, los que vinieron como esclavos. So in this video, he's talking about the secret of uh, crowning in Osha. Um, when you crown your santo, your saint, your orisha, and you basically are aligning with your saint, right? So you're crowning. And here he's talking about the importance of name and the secrets of name and how um, the name is so important to keep as a secret because when you do that, no one is able to use your name against you. So meaning your spiritual name, like some people will say their spiritual name or maybe they're using that as the front, but the real spiritual name is another one. And that name is in alignment with all the powerful forces of the universe so that you can go in you know, like it's basically like a four, like a fortress around you where you are um, having a shield where this, no matter what comes through you, these shields protect you because nobody knows your real name. And this is one of the reasons why like the elders in Dominican Republic and a lot of the, even the Spanish speaking countries, um, they will say, don't ever, um, if you hear your names, in your dreams, or if you hear your name in the daytime, you don't know where it's coming from, you don't answer because it could be a trickster spirit um, trying to 
confuse the crap out of you and do something against you just with your name. So it's interesting that he decided to have this conversation. Y es el más, más importante dentro de toda su liturgia, fe y creencia espiritual. Y de ahí es que viene lo que se llama la coronación, la liturgia que se llevaba a cabo a las personas para coronar el orí, la, la, la ocha, lo que le llaman asentamiento. Era para que esa persona formara parte del de universo, de la creación, de la humanidad. Era como cuando a usted le daban la llave de la existencia real, donde su espíritu encarnado ya entraba en lo que podemos decir en la liturgia de la existencia, donde ya era reconocido como que usted físicamente ya existía. Miren el vínculo del nombre, pero ese nombre se mantenía secreto totalmente jamás en la vida. So this is the, where he's explaining what I just explained to you very briefly, where the name in some of the tribes in Africa, the name, the secret name wasn't given to anyone. Um, only your parents, the, the elders will know the secret name and they will only keep that name as something that only you knew, right? So, and I think the whole, um, the way that he's explaining this is that when the slaves came into the Americas um, and we started doing what we now know as OSHA and all of that stuff, that that um, the same rituals were done, but instead of having the person pick their name, their the name that they're supposed to, that they feel is in alignment with who they are really, so what happened is back in the back in Africa, these people will have a secret name. The name that they use, it was just a name for the public, but their secret name was something so secret, so personal that nobody else knew. When they came into the Americas, what happened was that they when they started practicing, <clears throat> apparently um, in Cuba, they started using the priest, the Ova, started using giving out a name, the secret name. And what he's saying here, that's not the way it is. The way it should be is that the person picks their own name in order for them to only be the one that have that name. Because what happens is if you then go into a, a relationship that is not good with your godfather, he can use that name to do something against you. So I think this is fascinating because when we are doing Akashi reading, and I don't know if some of you know, but um, when I was doing Akashi readings, and I don't do Akashi readings anymore because, you know, I think the, the Akashi reading is about information and I like to do things that are able to help people release and so on. So anyways, the Akashi reading, you go into the Akashi reading, you can pull your name, you can pull your own name. And basically what he's saying here with this video is the same thing. You are in a ceremony, you're in a crowning ceremony, you pick your own name, you're supposed to pick your own name. Let me remind you that this is a 66 year old elder from Cuba and he has been practicing, I think he says that he's been practicing for 60 something years because he was crowned, um, he was initiated into religion, into the religion in Osha and Palo at a very, very, very early age and he was already, having up uh, God children's before his 20s. So this person has a lot of history, has a lot of knowledge, a lot of wisdom. What I want you to get out of this video is the fact that this is someone 
and and I don't know if you hear all anybody else besides me talking about the fact that some of these things we have to keep very private. And that's why I, I was saying, and I, I had a person email me and said, why would you need to keep it private? What is the importance of this? And then this guy, Tata, Mon- Tata Jose Montoya comes out with this. And I think it's fascinating because it's like the universe aligning to show that a lot of people are talking about the same thing. And of course, this is an elder. I'm not an elder. I don't, I will not consider myself an elder in any way possible. But the things that I channel and the information that I receive from spirit that makes me not fit within the parameters of what it means to be in 21 divisions or any of the other occult practices that I practice um, may look like maybe I'm creating my own thing. Like, and I know some people already have said that. You know, I combine things and I do things that are not really traditional with 21 Divisions, but here is an elder in Osha and Palo saying that the name is a secret, just what I was talking about, and saying that these things are not done properly because in this case, what happens is what happens now is that the the Baba or the Ova will give you the name that you're supposed to pick yourself and then they know the name and it's on their books right so if something happens between the two of you he can use that name to battle with you um so this is what he's saying the name that you have like my name victoria Bador, this is my public name my secret name in the tradition that i the spiritual practice that i practice is secret i cannot give that give that out to anyone and including my godparents shouldn't know what is that name but when you receive it from your grandparents from your godparents your spiritual godparents they already have the name. So what he's saying here, he's making a case for saying this is being done inaccurately in OSHA. This, this is not supposed to be the way. Significa que si ese africano se llamaba Gamba, secreto, su nombre secreto era Gamba, entonces él se ponía algo al cuerpo, a la zona donde él vivía. Se ponía, vamos a poner, Kumbanga. Y así era como lo conocía todo el mundo. Kumbanga, eh, Kumbanga, eh, Kumbanga, Kumbanga. Son horribles. Mire hasta donde ellos tenían cuidado con sus nombres. Incluso hasta el ficticio. Y yo lo practico igualito así. De la misma forma. So let me just break it down one more time. The official, the, my, my name, Victoria Mador, the, the name given to me by my parents is the name that the community knows me. General public, my spiritual name um, that I'm going to use for spiritual reasons is one, but my real soul name is another one that nobody's supposed to know. Did that make sense? So you basically have three names. Que la tradición y la fe y el conocimiento le decía que cuando usted lo nombrara por primera vez alguien, usted no respondiera. Es por aquello el mito que existe incluso hoy en día que cuando tú oigas que te nombran y no hay nadie, le dice no responda. Okay, so. Yeah, he talks about um, the same thing that I mentioned, like my my parents, my grandparents, 
the old people in the community back in Dominican Republic when I was being raised and even now my mother and, and father knows we always talk about these things because we're a very spiritual family and they're like you know no don't answer if somebody calls you you don't know who it is don't answer and sometimes different spirits will call you for whatever reason and you always have that doubt oh my god should I answer and sometimes you do it out of intuition like yes who's calling so he's saying here the same thing, like, that's why we don't answer because someone could be using the name to send something that doesn't belong to you or that is being sent for bad intentions. Eso viene precisamente de la cultura y de la creencia de los africanos de que cuando lo nombraba la primera vez con el nombre ficticio, porque el secreto no lo conocía nadie. Ese, nombre ficticio. Eh, Ucamba, ¿qué hacían ellos? Eh, dime, no. Ucamba. Seguía haciéndose loco, haciendo lo que estuviera haciendo, y, y entonces cuando le decía la segunda vez, Ucamba, Ucamba, como si estuviera buscando, y él ya lo oyó, ya, ya lo sabe. ¿Sabe por qué? Porque cuando usted lo nombra, automáticamente están tocando, si es con su nombre real, toda su existencia, todas sus ligaduras espirituales, toda su centralidad con el universo, su existencia, sus poderes espirituales, su fuerza, su so what he's saying here is when somebody's calling you, whether it is spirit or somebody that may be mentally projecting or something like that, is that they once they used your name, because remember, your name has a lot of power. The words, the sounds of those words, of those vowels and all of those letters have a lot of power. So with those names, those words, whatever your name is, they are using when they're knocking by what he's saying is that he's saying when they knock by calling your name, they're calling your name and anything else that you represent throughout the cosmos, whatever you represent, whatever powers you bring, whatever situation is going on, all of that is coming into existence when they're calling your name and you're responding. So you have to make sure that you can, you know why they're, they're calling or something like that. If you speak Spanish, just watch the video guys, because I, I thought that, that part was beautiful. Todo lo que tenía tiene que ver con su vida. Y por lo tanto, si fuera nombrado el verdadero nombre de la persona, el que es secreto, a usted lo desestabilizan completo. Completico lo desestabilizan. Porque... So, what he's saying is, if they're calling you by the name that is supposed to be a secret name, but you answer and they know your secret name, they can take you down. Just think of the tower moment. They can create a huge tower moment for you. If somebody knows your name and you're answering and they're calling you by your name, that is supposed to be a secret name. Okay, porque es como si fuera remover lo que está bien establecido. Por eso surgen y surgieron los apodos. Por eso existen ejemplos en las cuestiones clandestinas, ejemplo de guerrillas o guerras o todas esas cosas, los nombres ficticios que le llaman nombres de guerra, porque cuida la verdadera identidad de la persona para que se desconozca y es una cuestión de inteligencia. Y estos fueron los primeros negros inteligentes que existieron, donde su nombre verdadero, el que escogía él mismo en la iniciación y cuando llegaba un momento determinado en la iniciación, el que estaba dirigiendo la ceremonia le decía a la persona que escogiera un nombre en su mente, secreto, lo pronunciara en su mente y entonces hicieron esto con las manos, así, como que ya lo tenía escogido. Ok, so here he's, he's also explaining what happens in behind closed doors when you're doing OSHA and you're supposed to be crowning. At the moment that the, the priest is telling you to pick your name, 
you only let them know that you have your name when you open up your arms like this, like, okay, I got it. I have received that name. And then they continue with everything else that they have to do to align your crown, your head to your uh, origin and so on. So beautiful video. I just wanted to bring this up because I thought it was exactly um, the perfect way to show you. And sometimes what happens is that when I'm giving you information on the videos, I might say one thing and I'm not saying the whole thing and then people like confused. And I understand because sometimes I speak too fast or I speak too slow. And sometimes I say things and I don't go into explaining why I do what I do. But I thought that this was a perfect example of explaining to you why um, I was saying what I was saying when in, in regards to like my godparents and things that are supposed to be very private that nobody's supposed to know. And I believe that even if you like, let's say I start working tomorrow with Tata Jose Montoya, you will, you probably wouldn't see me saying I am working with Tata Jose Montoya because it's supposed to be a secret, right? You're supposed to keep things that are, things that are supposed to be a secret when you're going through initiation, simply because when somebody has the, your name and they have your godparents' name and they know what they practice, in this type of um, spiritual practice where there is a lot of attacking warfare, you have to be conscious of that, not only from physical beings, but also from the spirits that work with some people that may not have the best intention for you. There are a lot of people on social media too that are willing to attack other people like this, right? A lot of those people might be influenced by negative energies. So those energies, even if the person isn't aware, those energies might go forward to attack you based on what they already know about you. So, and I don't want to put any fear out here, but we do have to be conscious and we have to be, we have to be, be thinking and keep things, uh, some things have to be confidential. You know, that's another thing that I keep saying, like even when you receive information in your dreams, right? And it's information from your spirit team. You're not supposed to give that out if it's supposed to be a secret to other people, not even your godparents. It's supposed to be for you only because it's supposed to be for you. So I hope you get something out of this video. If you speak Spanish, please go check it out because I think it was worth the time. I haven't finished the whole video, but the moment that I stop, um, uh, when I start hearing him talk about um, the, the names and the importance of keeping the names. And another reason why that caught my attention is because one of the things, again, that we're doing Akashi reading is that when we're having an Akashi reading, you could pick up the name of someone, the soul's name. And this is something that a lot of Western people will know about like, oh, what is my soul's name? And they can go into an Akashi reading and pick that up. And now in Akashi reading, you're probably not going to find all the warfare that is into in, in a lot of the these occult practices, right? So it's probably more easy to find someone that can pull that name for you or that can, that you can go into the Akashi field to pick, pull that name for you if you feel like you have to go into the Akashi field to pull. Because when you're in a ceremony, you're already pretty open. So you're already tapping into, into an expanded consciousness. So what you're receiving is really coming from the higher realms. So to pull that information without having to go through some type of initiation like this, you definitely have to go through an Akashi reading for yourself or with somebody else 
Now, the thing is that the Akashi reading is just going to give you information. You're not doing everything else, all the other prayers, all the other rituals to align yourself with the um, cosmic force energies, like the Orishas that are representative of the water, fire, um, earth, and so on, right? Air. So you're not doing that. So you're not going to feel the same alignment that you do when you're going through initiation. There are other ways to do that, but you're not going to do that within a cash reading. It's, it's, it's just going to be for information. I'm going to leave it here and I'll see you guys on the next one. Have a good weekend, everybody.